Welcome to the Chrisman Commentary Daily Mortgage News Podcast. I'm your host, Robbie Chrisman. Topics on today's episode include strength of the housing market, the Community Development Financial Institutions Fund, and the latest payroll figures for the U.S. economy. How are some brokers getting an unfair advantage in today's market? The secret sauce is simple. Team up with a wholesale partner that will help you close more loans faster. With Change Wholesale's proprietary community mortgage program, there are no bank statements, employment, or DTI requirements. This allows brokers to deliver more prime loans to more creditworthy borrowers like small business owners, gig workers, retirees, and anyone else searching for home financing. Learn more about the community mortgage program and how Change can help you gain an unfair advantage by visiting changewholesale.com today. Vice President Dan Quayle sagely observed, among other things, quote, if we don't succeed, we run the risk of failure, end quote. Is our housing market in danger of failing? Hardly, but lenders, big and small, continue to engage in personal cutbacks, as well as grappling with companies offering all-cash programs, as highlighted in the Stratmore Group piece. But like a marathon runner hitting mile 20, there are some signs of weariness, and the press is flooded with housing news. Adam Data reports a jump in foreclosures. 259,000 properties around the nation are in some stage of foreclosure, up nearly 13% from the first quarter. If you remember, the nationwide foreclosure moratorium imposed early during the coronavirus pandemic was lifted at the end of July 2021. On the builder side of things, what lender or LO doesn't want their business? Toll Brothers closed 9,986 homes in 2021. The 11th largest home builder in the U.S. based on closings had between 200,000 and 250,000 qualified leads over the year, or about one lead for every two minutes. RHMI released its quarterly housing and mortgage market review report with a concerned millennial on the cover. Home price growth surprisingly accelerated early this year, as the Standard & Poor Case-Shiller U.S. National House Price Index climbed to 19.8% year-over-year through February, up from 18.8% through the end of 2021, but still just below the 20.0% record high reached last August. Affordability is now worse than historical norms in all states before, with the Northwest and Mountain West generally the least affordable, along with Florida, Vermont, and Hawaii. For the links to those stories, as well as the latest employment and transitions, and lender and broker software services and programs, visit robchrisman.com. One topic of conversation at the non-QM forum in Orange County is the Community Development Financial Institutions Fund, or CDFI, backed by the U.S. Treasury to economically empower America's underserved and distressed communities. Yes, interest rates are certainly higher than Fannie and Freddie programs, but hey, if you're helping borrowers buy a home... On the flip side of expansion, recently Quantic announced that it will no longer be accepting applications under its no-ratio loan program. As a U.S. Treasury-certified CDFI, Quantic remains committed to offering flexible mortgage products to its CDFI target market borrowers who would otherwise be ineligible for financing under more stringent ATR guidelines. That said, Quantic must also be highly attuned to current market conditions for such products, as well as the safety and soundness considerations of these products in today's economic environment. Quantic's note went on. Specifically, despite continued robust consumer demand, the following conditions have resulted in a directive from our board of directors to discontinue funding no-ratio loans due to high levels of early payoffs. This has become particularly acute as interest rates have increased dramatically and borrowers are increasing using the no-ratio program 
as a short-term bridge to alternative and more favorably priced solutions. There's also an inability to obtain AAA securitization ratings. As you are likely aware, non-QM loans typically end up in securitizations, which create market liquidity. Because of a strict focus on ATR-compliant loans, no rating agency is willing to assign a AAA rating to bonds which include no-ratio loans, notwithstanding CDFI exemptions to ATR. This has resulted in a diminished secondary marketplace for this product. There are also affordability concerns. Given the spike in interest rates combined with severe increases in home prices, Quantic has growing concerns over affordability of payments associated with higher rate products such as the no-ratio loan. The markets now expect the Fed to lift its policy rate to near 3% by year-end, which would be the most aggressive hiking cycle in decades. Given the sharp increase in rate hike and inflation expectations, 10-year U.S. Treasury yields have roughly doubled from about 1.5% at the end of 2021 to around 3% in May. That said, there are plenty of economists who believe that long-term rates, which obviously include 15- and 30-year mortgages, have leveled off for the foreseeable future. Looking at rates, we saw some volatility in the bond market yesterday following mixed economic data, in addition to hawkish-leaning comments from Fed Vice Chair Brainerd, ahead of today's non-farm payrolls report. Brainerd pushed back against a potential pause in 50 basis point hikes in September, which had been more priced in earlier this week. Cleveland Fed President Mester said that the Fed expects to slow growth and slow inflation while maintaining a healthy labor market. In addition to raising rates, there's a lot of concern over the reversal of the Fed's bond buying program. The last time the Fed tried quantitative tightening, which was during a time of benign inflation, it caused major disruptions in the money market. This time around is much more complicated, with the war in Ukraine, inflation, and changing monetary policy from central banks across the globe. Finally, Freddie Mac's latest primary mortgage market survey saw fixed mortgage rates narrowly change from the week prior. After the latest ADP employment survey yesterday showed the economy added 128,000 jobs in May, well below expectations for today's 350,000 estimate for the jobs report, the headline figure in today's payrolls report showed for non-farm payrolls a 390,000 gain in May, stronger than expected, but slowing somewhat. We are dealing with a tight labor market and elevated inflation, meaning monthly job gains are closer to pre-pandemic levels as the job growth rate of hiring has tempered across all industries. We've also received May's unemployment rate, steady at 3.6%, and average hourly earnings, a 0.3%, weaker than expected, which is good news for the Fed. Later this morning brings the final May S&P Global Market Services PMI, ISM non-manufacturing PMI for May, and more remarks from Fed Vice Chair Brainerd. The desk will purchase up to $1.7 billion of 30-year MBS 3.5% through 4.5% across Gini 2s and UMBS 30s. We begin the day with agency MBS prices worse a quarter and the 10-year yielding 2.94 after closing yesterday at 2.91% due to the jobs data. Let's wrap up with a joke and some housekeeping. A farmer and his recently hired hand were eating an early breakfast of biscuits and gravy, scrambled eggs, bacon, and coffee that the farmer's wife had prepared for them. Thinking of all the work they had to get done that day, the farmer told the hired man he might as well go ahead and eat his lunch too. The hired man didn't say a word, but filled his plate a second time and proceeded to eat. After a while, the farmer said, We've got so much work to do today, you might as well eat your supper now too. Again, the hired man didn't respond, but refilled his plate a third time and continued to eat. Finally, after eating his third plate of food, the hired man pushed back his chair and began to take off his shoes. What are you doing? the farmer asked. The hired man replied, I don't work after supper.
Thanks again to today's podcast sponsor, Change Wholesale, with its proprietary community mortgage program. There are no bank statements, employment, or DTI requirements allowing brokers to deliver more prime loans to more creditworthy borrowers like small business owners, gig workers, retirees, and anyone else searching for home financing. If you have any questions about the podcast or sponsoring opportunities, send me an email at robbie at robchrisman.com. Visit robchrisman.com for more information on our industry partners, access to archived commentaries, and how to subscribe to the daily mortgage news and commentary. To listen to or download past episodes of this podcast, search Mortgage News on any platform you get your podcast from.